Hi everyone and welcome to day number three and chapter number three on the pursuit of Proverbs. I'm so excited to get into it. If you are learning and you're getting some good tips and uh, things that I'm saying are making you think and dig into the book of Proverbs, that's exactly what the whole purpose of this is. And remember, this is just God moving through me. So he gets all the glory. It's just, uh, I'm just obeying and being a servant to him as required. All right, so (laughs) y'all. the book of Proverbs, you know, there's just so much he wants to teach us. And he just gave me a revelation right now as I was kind of going over chapter three, getting ready for this video. And I just can't wait to share with y'all at the end. So you know how we're going to do. We're going to start out in prayer. So if you're in a place where you're by yourself or quiet or you don't care who's looking, let's go ahead and bow our heads. Dear Father God, we thank you so much for everything that you've given to us. We thank you for our health. We thank you for having food and shelter and water and clean clothes, dear Father God. We're so grateful for just the little things that, you know, oftentimes we might overlook it, but we have to, we're going to work harder. We're going to work harder to just be mindful every day when we wake up that we'll think that we are thankful that we even woke up. We're grateful for our jobs. And if we don't have a job, we're grateful for the blessing you're going to bring to us to find employment or and help us in whatever ways we need help. Please help us to turn our hearts to you, dear Father God, and truly repent for our sins from the bottom of our hearts. We just want you, God. We don't want to form a godliness. We just want God. And we, we just pray that you can continue to guide us in the direction that you are leading us and that we will obey. Please uh, enhance the discernment that you have on us with the Holy Spirit, dear Father God, so we may walk in your purpose for our lives. We pray that we get something really good out of this lesson and this whole just session on the pursuit of Proverbs. I want your wisdom, Father. I want your knowledge. I, 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 I seek and I yearn for your understanding because I want to do better. I truly do want to do better in life. I don't want to be confused anymore. I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to have financial struggles. I don't want to have struggles in my relationships anymore to Father God. And I know that that can all be solved as long as I seek you first and I put you first. Again, Father God, I just thank you for everything. And please continue to not just help me, but help our family my, and friends and those who also are listening in on this podcast or watching the video and being part of this whole um, pursuit of Proverbs and this small group on social. Forever in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So... Thank you, thank you for joining me again. And you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna read through it. And this has an interesting title, chapter three does. The the subtitle for chapter three in Proverbs is Guidance for the Young. Now, don't click off if you're not quote unquote young, whatever that age range is for you, because this is knowledge for everyone. But the reason why I felt like the Lord pushed me to start this is because my heart cries out for the youth. When I say youth, I think of college kids and, and under. People who are in college and younger because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now to cause up confusion, to cause a lot of confusion about who God is and where to seek him. And people are um, telling so many lies out there about there being several ways to God when there is not. There's only one way to God and that is through Jesus Christ. If you haven't heard it, I hope you heard it this time and know that it's real and it's true. But you have to continue to press into the Lord and lean into him through reading his holy word. The more 
more you read the word and you're into the word, the more the word will get into you. And hopefully there will just be a stirring of your spirit where you just want to read the Bible more and more every day because you're interested in knowing who one, Jesus Christ was for yourself and two, what he had to say. What did he tell people to do in order to get along in this world? And trust me, it's going to be something great. So guidance for the young. I want to read through the passage. And then after the passage, we're going to talk about five guiding principles of this passage for chapter three. Okay, so I kind of called them out and let's get started. All right. My son, do not forget my law. But let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those whom it was due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it. Do not divide when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord. But his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. And this is the word of the Lord. (laughs) I laugh at this a little bit at the end because we really have nothing to fear. When we have our heart and our mind and our soul in the Lord, we should not be fearing 
And I've said this, I think in chapter two, I've said this in chapter one, I said this in my intro video to this whole study session, that the Lord gives us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. You guys want to hear that so much. You're going to be like, you know, Brittany, please stop saying that. <laughs> but it's so true. It's so true. Um, he does not give us a spirit of fear or timidity. And so the Lord further promises that if you follow in his ways, you you will be good. You will be good for the rest of your days. But you have to let him be your confidence. And you have to understand and realize that everything that we do and that we gain, anything we accomplish in life is through him. It's not of your own will. It's not of your own might. Okay? Um, so... I, I just want you guys to know, sorry, I'm trying to look um, something something up right now for the conversation that we're about to have. All right, so although this chapter is titled Guidance for the Young, I'm still going to go ahead and tell you guys about um, what we're going to do in regards to um, the, I mean, what to do in, as regards to the five guiding principles of wisdom. Sorry, my computer keeps making little noises. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> All right. So let's first get into verses five and six. We're going to start there. So let's go to verse five and six. And this is a common scripture that is quoted all the time. You've probably heard it before, but it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Okay. So pretty much I just said that, right? I just said, as long as we put our strength in him and realize that anything we accomplish, everything that we do in life comes through him by way of Jesus Christ, then we're good. The moment we get prideful and we try to take ownership into ourselves and, and, and boast of ourselves of accomplishing something and, and not giving glory to God for, for aiding us and helping us to do something, then um, shame on us. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. us excuse me. All right, so just just really, you know, so how, how do I start to trust in the Lord? Well, I know if, if you're watching this, I'm sure you probably heard about Jesus. And, you know, you hear a lot of people talking about the Bible. In case I didn't know, did you know the Bible is the number one sold book in the whole world? For years, it's been that way. And it's very interesting because I often like to say that the Holy Bible is the greatest self-help book you can ever read because you help yourself by reading God's Holy Word. That is so true, you guys. And I don't want you to forget that. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and make a quote out of that and post it on my page. But I want you guys to really take that seriously. If you're feeling depressed, sad, you're having issues, you're confused, you don't know what to do. When you get into the Word of God, all of that stuff starts to go away because you have a renewing of the mind through the Holy Spirit because you receive the salvation of Jesus Christ and you have wholeheartedly repented for your sins. The number one thing the Bible teaches us to tell other people is to repent from them sin, their sins. Even Jesus told a few people once he performed miracles on them, he says, go and sin no more. One of them was the woman by the will, the Sumerian woman. He said, go, sin no more. That's so important to him. 
time. And we are to teach each other and tell each other to repent. It's so important. You cannot receive full salvation if from the depths of your heart, you don't pretty much apologize for your sinful ways and not just apologize for it, but you truly genuinely want to change because you want a better life. You want a life in Christ. And trust me, when you obtain it, you will receive a freedom that is just so beautiful. And you will cry just at the 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 grace God has given you. It's such a beautiful thing. So just remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean into and lean not on your own understanding. So how much are do we often try to drive our head or our thinking and intelligence or whatever towards whatever we want to create whatever reality we want and we're always trying to figure something out in some way or another no all we need is right here whatever he left here for us is all that we need if god sees fit to give us more information and revelation into our life into what's going on in the world or other people's lives he will reveal it to you for in the last days he will pour his spirit out on the people people will dream dreams and have visions and so because of that you just know be assured that if it's meant for you to know more than what's written in the book of proverbs for your specific life and where you are at specifically in your life the lord will reveal it to you but you first have to have that faith of a mustard seed you have to have received that salvation repent it for your sins he will reveal to you what um, you are capable of taking on knowledge wise beyond what's in this book of Proverbs. Okay, so good, we did a little mini lecture on that. Now let's get into verses 15 and 16. So skip down, Um, excuse me, 15 through 18. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare to her. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. Okay, she is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. So it's pretty kind of, it's kind of, it's pretty self-explanatory, but wisdom, you cannot put a value on it because it's that value. It's so valuable. You cannot put a level of value on it or a price on it because it's more precious than rubies. It is better than the profits of silver or the gain of fine gold. It's, it's something above gold. It's more valuable than gold, silver, jewelry. And most people think, okay, that's nice, but what about, a, I don't know, trillion dollars? Well, here's the thing. If it's saying it's more precious than uh, jewels, then it's more precious than money. There's nothing that can, you can't pay a price for wisdom. And he's given it to you for free. The Lord has given you this wisdom for free. That's what's so beautiful about it. And the part I really want to point out here is that she is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. So wisdom is personified as a woman, as a she. So I think that's kind of funny because we have a whole lot of people that like to make memes and jokes about um, how women are because Eve supposedly picked that, you know, picked the apple from (laughs) the tree. So we have a lot of people who like to make jokes about that, but wisdom is a, is a she according to scripture. So I find that to be kind of funny and interesting at the same time. And maybe I can, uh, I might do another study about, about that and the contrast of how people blame the woman for setbacks and sin and all that. And at the same time, 
wisdom is a woman, is a she. Um, so anything you desire, I don't care if it's money, cars, houses, 50 businesses that are successful and flourishing like crazy, none of that stuff is better or more valuable and it never will be than the wisdom of God. Okay. So let's just, I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing. He loves you so much. He put this in Proverbs just for you. Okay. And me and everybody who wants to receive it. So we don't need anything outside of this unless he, through the Holy Spirit, gives it to you. Do you understand? Going to other sources, other man-made, human, tangible sources to try and figure out future and revelation, this and the other, is an abomination to God. And he strictly, strictly, in several different areas of the Bible, I don't have them all listed, but I'm going to do research on that and look at all the different places he tells us not to seek outside his word. I'm going to compile the list and I'm going to give it to you guys because it's so important. It's so important. So many people are going against that very decree today. Do not mix the Bible with outside mediums and spiritists and sorcerers and wizards and all that other stuff. It's not, all it's going to do is throw more confusion into your mind and you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get upset and you're going to give up on one thing or the other. And unfortunately, the thing that's easiest to follow is the thing that a lot of people end up giving up on, which is the Holy Bible. Now, some might say, well, the Bible isn't easy to follow. It actually kind of is because the Lord doesn't have any tricks up his sleeve. It's about your faith. It starts with the faith of a mustard seed. Do you know how small a mustard seed is? And that's the amount of faith you need to just start with, to start believing. When you start reading, trust me, it's going to be a spiritual transformation. It will. It will. Now let's skip down to verses 22, and I'm going to read 22 through 23. So they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. So that's referencing sound wisdom and discretion. Okay. Let them not depart from your eyes. Sound wisdom, obviously the wisdom of God. We're going through that now. Book of Proverbs. Hello. We could talk about it over and over and over and over. And a lot of stuff I might reiterate. Um, But there will be life to your soul. This is what I, again, what I had just said. It'll be a renewing of the mind. It'll be, um, it'll be a peace. It'll be a spiritual transformation that will be so beautiful, so beautiful for you. And then you'll just be kind of infected with the word of the Lord in a good way to share it with other people. All right. And you'll want to want to pronounce it and talk about it. All right. Now go into verses 24 through 26. All right. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Another promise. There's so many promises that he makes in the book of Proverbs. This is why I say we shouldn't have any fear. We shouldn't even be afraid of anything because he's promising you so many things as you seek his wisdom so he and like i said this says it says guidance for the young but this is guidance for really just everybody um when you lie down you will not be afraid okay yes you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet and this is true this is very true see when you believe in the lord you receive the salvation repented for your sins and you've been baptized all that stuff and you just seek him you pray day and night 
you just pray all the time about the smallest things to the biggest things not just for yourself but for others as well and um but you receive a salvation christians the people who are the true body of christ they get to sleep at night peacefully you want to know why because the Lord literally is fighting the spiritual battles for that person. So anything that tries to come against that person, that tries to go up against that person, the, the spirit of the Lord and the, the Lord's army of angels are fighting those spiritual battle, battles. So you get to have a peaceful sleep at night. In the Lord, reading his word, seeking his wisdom, the only thing that's going to give you true, everlasting peace. Are you going to have um hiccups in a rocky road along the way of course i mean look at jesus do you think when he was doing his ministry and he was ministering to people and healing people do you think everyone loved him no let's not forget about the pharisees they actually hated jesus and gave, tried to give him the him and his disciples the hardest time possible so don't think it's going to be a cakewalk but it will be a walk of peace and there's it's it's a walk of peace in knowing that christ is in you you are in christ and that is the ultimate thing that matters all right so always remember that man you will sleep sweet and do not be afraid call on jesus the moment your spirit starts feeling stirred up and you start feeling like something isn't right or you might be hanging out with the wrong people at someone's house and you kind of don't feel too comfortable man say a little prayer to yourself just excuse yourself like where's your bathroom say a little prayer or whatever or go sit out in the car do something man keep prayer up keep Jesus' name coming out your mouth for there's death and life and the power of the tongue also in proverbs <laughs> all right so just remember that, man, your confidence will be in the Lord, will be in the Lord. And then I'm going to flip over real quick as a cross reference to Isaiah 41:10, And it says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. But you got to believe that that's true. And trust me, it is. These are all promises, guys. These are promises to you. These are promises, but you have to really, truly repent and turn away from your sin. And that's when you just see the floodgates open, open with his blessings and his promises to you that you know his word is real. You will start to see it just take place in your life that no matter what comes against you or tries to come against you in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It, it, and this is real. This is true. I believe it's Isaiah 54, 17. Let me just get it real quick just to double check. Because I want to make sure I'm telling you, yes, 5417, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So it says in every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn through Jesus Christ. All right. Gosh, I mean, I love this word because... Like you are so protected. You are so protected. The moment you receive salvation and you repent for your sins, you are so protected. You love God. You know his love. You really think about this, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When you really dwell on it and think about how they beat him and stuff, you're likely to come to tears. Man or woman, it don't matter. No one's too, no one's, no one's too good to cry about the love that 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 he has for us to think what he did for us man he died for us but he's alive today let's make no mistake about it jesus is well and alive he listened to me do this video right now <laughs> in the spirit i believe it okay so verse 27 um, we're gonna skip down 27 it says do not withhold good from those 
to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. All right. So make sure that um, if you have the will and the power to help someone in need, stop looking at the homeless man, judging whether he's going to go use it for alcohol and they're asking for, for money or they're asking for money for their family, for food or whatever. Believe in your heart that they're a person of integrity and just pray to God. You know, God sees that when you give the money to them, you're giving the money to them because you see someone who's in need. You see someone who needs help. And you think about if that were you. The Bible speaks a lot throughout. I got to compile those scriptures too. It speaks a lot about making sure that we help out the widow and the orphan. Okay. Those just those in need, period. For trust me, anytime you help out someone in need, it comes back to you tenfold. I know from my personal experience, I'm sure there's other people who can attest to that. Just and and forgiveness, man, for people who do you wrong. Like sometimes that's what that's what they need from you is for you to forgive them. Because believe it or not, a lot of times when people do stuff, they try to act all tough and big and bad at the time that they're doing it. But once they kind of once the situation calms down they kind of feel sheepish and embarrassed and they feel sad that maybe they lost a friend or hurt a family member's feeling so sometimes what you need to be able to give someone just is forgiveness because it's really for you okay if they hurt you but a lot of times people are just foolish and we gotta look at people there's we gotta look at a lot of people out here nowadays especially and just realize that they need help but the only help they need is right here in the holy bible that's the truth.